Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at QuizzoPodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. What age do you think he realized, oh, I happen to have Robert Plant's voice? Early. Gotta be early, right? Eight. Seven, eight. I nine, mean, maybe. I'd like to get the backstory on how long they were doing this in the garage in Michigan. Early. they figured it out. They're too polished to not have been doing it for so long. They've been friends with the drummer since first grade. That's a different drummer, though. Yeah. Well... No, no, no. This guy they've been friends with since first grade. Oh, but they've been through two drummers. Yes. They had an original drummer yes. that they're no longer with. It's, it, every band that I can think of has had an original drummer that they're no longer with. <laughs> I think it's the mentality of what it takes to be a drummer sometimes might not be the best mentality is to get along with everyone in a group setting. Yeah. In other words... Drummers might be maniacs. I think there's, the there's a distinct chance based on like history of guys like Moon and Bonham that they're maniacs. Uh, the great Richard Christie. Yeah, a little bit of a maniac. He's some drummer, though, Christie. I don't want to turn the song off because I like I mean, it so Fishman's much. Fishman's not a maniac, but there's a screw loose. <laughs> <laughs> there's something going on there. Of course, we're talking about Greta Van Fleet, for those of you who of are not are. in the know. I played this song uh, last night at the end of the night. Right. After Name That Tune, and someone shouted out, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> of course it is. Welcome to uh, episode 86 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for another episode. We're talking about Greta Van Fleet because Nick and I just saw Greta Van Fleet in concert. And we feel like, I think we got a moment in time there, dude. I, I really do. I feel like we got a moment in time where you can identify these guys right before they popped and everyone knew that name. And we saw them in an atmosphere that they will not be seen again in a very long time. They're already, by the way, their upcoming tour in 2019, it's all stadiums. They've already grabbed uh, really? their, the next thing around. It's all going to be stadiums and uh, arenas. I, you know, I've probably never said this before at any time in my life, but I'd actually look forward to seeing them more. Not that the place we saw them at wasn't great. It was too small for them. Yeah, you know, true. You know, you know what I mean? Like They, sure. have, they were... T- too small a place. Like I would look forward more to seeing them in a bigger arena. So to give you guys some some history of this good, band, good because seats. we're we're kind of uh, you know uh, talking a lot about something that we're not even asking a trivia question for, but I do have a question, so I'm going to ask you a question uh, related to Led Zeppelin. But this band, Greta Van Fleet, who you just heard in the intro, has a 21 year old lead singer and then two twin brothers that are part of the four person band. And even though a lot of people say, "Ah, oh, Led Ze- Zeppelin knockoff." Uh, which, you know, is, uh, I think, very insulting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I get I mean, that, but it's obviously heavily like influenced. Zeppelin, but a knockoff, I, you know, I don't think they're knockoffs. No, nah, I, I think it's a guy who's got a voice that's a, a very special, very unique uh, type of style and a band that was obviously a huge influence, but I hear other things too, so uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, also think we're so far removed from Led Zeppelin. To sure. Like a Led Zeppelin knock. like, yes, a Led Zeppelin knockoff if he came out in 1974. Right. Right, it's like We're talking, I, I this don't, is forty I don't, years I, later. How it's like how it can you have the the nerve to say something like that and then be like, oh yeah, One Direction's okay. Like that's not a knockoff of every boy band. Yeah, that ever and comes you know up. to call them a knockoff, they're really the only band doing what they're doing at all right now. They're the only rock like and roll rock. band I can name. Yeah. It's like them and Kings of Leon. Like those are the two. Yeah, they were dubbed like by somebody like the first rock band of Generation Z. Yes, so there's there that was one of your questions was a Generation Z reference. But I'm going to ask you this: Led Zeppelin. Where do you think Led Zeppelin ranks in album sales, all time total album sales? So, so how, how many have they sold? Right. So my question is really putting, putting into context. How popular was Led Zeppelin? Oh, they were really popular. Right. So I'm asking you, in, <laughs> I mean, in the history of total album so, sales, uh, where do they rank? So this is what I'm saying. Like, do you want, like, number one is the Beatles? Yes. 
number two, number three, number four. You don't yes. want to know like a hundred million is not the answer. You want to know. No, like, I want to know two, what three, place four, five, they are. Six. Yes, what place they are all time. Well, I'm gonna say they're top ten. They are. Yeah. They sold a lot of albums. When I think of that age of you know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and you're buying Led Zeppelin albums, you're buying Pink Floyd albums. The Beatles have got to be number one. 178 million units sold. Beatles, number one. Yeah. All right. So Beatles are number one. Now, the Stones put out a lot of albums. Um, so I- I'm going to say, is Zeppelin top four? Uh, I'm going to say they're number four. That's amazing. What? They're number four. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something even crazier. You ready? Yeah, baby. So this is how the question is going to be asked on the quiz. Who has sold more albums all time, the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin? Is it the Rolling Stones? It's Led Zeppelin. They, they sell more Rolling Stones. Stones are tied for 13th. Okay. 66.5 million with Bruce. They're tied with Bruce. You know what hurt the Stones probably is how great their greatest hits were? Sure. So they probably sold the crap out of that Hot Rocks out. That Hot Rocks double album was so good, and then you really could supplement with like Exile and Main Street. Yep. Didn't, and a lot of those later Stones albums weren't any good. Yep. Led Zeppelin, one hundred eleven point five million units okay. sold. I would have guessed a hundred million if I had gone yeah, ahead. They're, they're fourth, and uh, so who's two and three? That's there's your uh, uh, there's Pink your Floyd there. Pink Floyd is not, but they're in the top ten. They're number okay. nine. This is going to be a top ten, by the way. Are we so also going have... individual artists on this, yes. or this is just yep. bands? No. Individual artists. Okay, I was just thinking of bands. Okay. All right, so Elvis Presley. Number three. 136 million albums sold. So who could have sold between Elvis and the Beatles? It's the most incredible name ever. It's it's why this guy gets no credit. No one ever talks about him like this. And I look at this, and I'm like, he must be laughing all the way to the bank. Really? He doesn't need it. He doesn't need the credit. He doesn't need the credit because he sold more albums than Elvis. <laughs> That's right. Right. And but... he is never, like, when you talk about all-time great anythings, no one ever says this guy's name. Ever. Ever. He's not even in the conversation. No one's ever like, you know who my favorite artist is? You know who's really amazing? You know who I really love? You know who I just saw recently? I never hear his name. It's like a ghost. And he outsold Elvis? Yep. And he's still alive. Is he a white guy? Yes. Well, think about is it this. Neil thing. Diamond? No, but that's a great. No that's a, that's a great. That's I a great answer. I had no idea. See, but if it was Neil Diamond, I would. I would be like, oh yeah, I hear Neil I Diamond. Mean, like, I mean, yeah, the way that, that you're describing. So right. he's even less qualified. Not as even in the same Neil hemisphere Diamond? as Neil Diamond in terms of like you and my appreciation for the guy. There's no chance. Now, here's the way I could phrase this. Okay. Who still buys albums? So this guy's still selling albums. Yeah. Oh and, gosh. No. It's not Kenny G. Oh, my God. That would be such a great answer. Oh, my God. I wish that was the answer. Where is Kenny G in this list? I hope he's somewhere here just so I can see what he has done. Like Michael Bolton? Kenny G is 25th all time. 48 million units. I'm so excited. And guess who's tied for 23rd? Neil Diamond. All right. There you go. So you are right on. For some reason, Neil Diamond and Kenny G in your head were intricately linked, and you were kind of – you placed them both the exactly the same amount right. of albums sold. That's right. No, this guy is just killing everybody. He's killing names on this list like shredding Madonna. Double the album sales of Madonna. That's Madonna. He's got double Bruce. He's got double Aerosmith. Double Streisand. Double George Strait. And he's still alive? Oh, yeah. Is he over 80 years old? Not at all. And he 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 seems to constantly pop up during spring trainings for some reason. When I when I think of this guy, I just think of like oh Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, number two all time, one hundred thirty eight wow. million, one forty eight, one forty eight, wow, million albums sold. I mean, he started a whole genre of music, though, right? Pop country, yeah. I mean, before Garth Brooks, it wasn't even. Yeah, there was George Strait who sold. Well, he's country. Number, I know. But, I consider him still country, right? But sure. I was saying, like in nineteen ninety four, crossover country, right? In nineteen ninety four, you wouldn't he walk into up a place to the and, mainstream, right? And young kids, essentially, yeah, yeah, essentially, right? Like it was but, cool to listen. to I country. mean, you could probably have given me a hundred guesses at who number two. No, is. You, I mean, you saw me sit here for an hour over it. <laughs> like, so uh, no, I, I was not thinking that. I did know he sold like the most country albums. I sure. did know he sold. 
And what's, know, what's that, crazy is I didn't so know like, he held those records, but I wouldn't think that he could outsell Elvis. You bring that back to Greta Van Fleet, and it's like, how can they ever compete now? Because there there are no album sales no, anymore. No, they won't compete in album sales, but and that's why they have plays. to build a hundred concert, you know, hundred yeah, yeah. dates a year and play sure. major. And, well, and that's what they're building up to. And then to, you got to wonder what they get from Spotify, because like I saw some of their songs, they're already at like 38 million listens. Yeah, so what do they get? Do we know? Because I heard Ringo bragging that the Beatles get a billion plays a year on Spotify, which is a crazy number. A billion anything is crazy, but like, so what does that actually mean? I know Spotify's not paying... You know, Here's the map. Cent, Spotify pays cents. approximately point zero zero six <laughs> to point zero zero eight four per stream to the holder of the music rights. Is that cents? Yes. All right. So do the math on twenty three. You just said they got how many plays? Uh, I mean, one song I saw thirty five million. All right. So say they've had two hundred million plays. Okay. If they got three thirty on their top song, they don't have more than two hundred million, right? So do the math on that. What did you say it was point zero zero? <laughs> I mean, dude, they're making twenty three grand from Spotify, right? If my numbers are correct. Let's give them the benefit and go point oh oh seven since it's halfway in between the <laughs> All right, so six point to eight. Oh oh seven. One point four million dollars. Okay. Hey, it's not bad. Because here's the thing: not it's bad. All, it's there's no marketing. That's the whole thing to get to that number. In the old days, if you were doing record sales, you lost almost all the money of that record that you got in promotion. Well, they used to and say it was a dollar. Chain. It was a dollar per album to sell it. Like, so if you sold ten million albums, it cost ten million in marketing. If you sold a million albums, they would market it for a million dollars. It's pretty much a dollar per. I just per feel market. like music was way more expensive to produce. Oh, that's for sure. Right. So, like now, you can build a studio out of a hotel room De- and definitely. you know, and and make a quality album. So I feel like. You know, one point five is uh, whatever. But if you're talking about a billion, then there's certain the Beatles are still taking in twenty something million a year from Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So it's worth it. All right. Well, that's interesting, and that could be more if they're at point eight point cents. Oh, oh, seven <laughs> cents. Yeah. Oh my God. We give you a sixth of a penny per stream. That's, no, that's our ma- is like, that a sixth or, of a penny? It's, like, it's, it's a half a penny. No, it's point oh oh. It's yeah, point one seven thousandth of a penny. No, point oh oh six is half is a little bit more than half a penny, because if you double that, then it's point oh one. Okay, so that's what I was confused about. It's point oh oh six dollars. Yes, not point oh oh six cents. No, point oh oh six dollars. Gotcha. Yes. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Point so it's a half a penny. It's more than half. It's a, penny. a little more than half a penny. Right. Somewhere that's why my that's why my math was so off because I'm like, wait, what? They're making $23. <laughs> but it's cool because what Spotify does is it ranks you, right? So you can see very clearly how many plays each artist, you know, got. So there's something tangible to rank. Well, I will say this. If it wasn't for Spotify, it would just be getting stolen anyway, and they'd be getting nothing. Nothing, right. So and and, I and I'll also say this. Oh, and plus, Years that's ago, just Spotify. You've also got Google Play. Yeah, You've also yeah, got yeah. Apple Music. For sure. So you, you, know, don't know YouTube plat- you don't know what videos. platforms they're getting. Right. So, so if, you if they're have a getting YouTube it from channel, multiple platforms, that's extra money. It could be more. Right. And I'll say this. Ten years ago, I was basically taking all of my music for free. And now I right. pay for Spotify. Exactly. So because it's they the did exactly what I said they need to do. Right. Make it convenient. Make the technology better and make it safer. And, make it and then cheap. Yeah. So. All right. Throw one of me since we just spent about 20 minutes talking about Greta Van Fleet oh, we and gotta Led keep, Zeppelin. we got to keep doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. All right. So speaking Check of... Check them out, by uh, the way. They're going to be they're gonna be huge. Huge. All right. So here's one with a number in it, since we're talking about stuff being sold. Whose memoir, Becoming, sold 1.4 million copies in its first week? Whose memoir, titled Becoming, sold 1.4 uh, million... Michelle co- Obama? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, so the title on top, it says Becoming... And then, and then Michelle Obama. Becoming Michelle Obama. Obama. Yes. So, so wonderful. Brilliant. <laughs> well, so 1.4 million copies in a week, that's a lot. You know, if they were getting Spotify payment, they <laughs> <laughs> should be broke. Half a, half a cent. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, all right, so listen to this one. Uh, I like when I test you on alcohol questions because I don't know alcohol drinks right. and whatever. And this is one that I've never heard anyone ever order. Right, so nobody's ever been like. What are you saying? I spent a lot of time in bars. You do, 
you do spend a lot of time in bars. But I was that's, working. Right. You, you host Quizzer. <laughs> so do I. I'm just saying, like, you happen to know more about alcohol trivia than I do. So I want to know if you know what drink is made of white rum, pineapple juice, grenadine, and uh, maraschino. Is that mar- Yeah. Maraschino liquor. Who are something I would never order, even right. <laughs> even if you ask me. Now this is this is ha- named for a uh, United Artist Pictures co-founder. This drink, and like I said, I have never heard this used before. So I wonder if this is something that anyone nah. even knows anymore. No. Nah. And I got one friend that orders these goofy drinks. Yeah. And I said, I'm not ordering that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'll order three things: is a beer. A glass of wine. Or a shot. Or a shot of whiskey. That's right? easy. That's yeah, it. Give if you want one of those, I'll order it for you. If you've got maraschino cherries, what is that? <laughs> maraschino <laughs> liquor. Oh, Pineapple. That's disgusting. It's it's everything I can't even imagine drinking in one thing, and it's named for a person. And nobody, I guarantee you, nobody. So she was probably, because it's a she. Uh, she was okay. probably like, oh, great. I get a drink named after me. I'll be immortal. And then 100 years later, no one's ever heard of right. you, and no one orders that drink. Whereas Arnold Palmer, that's stuck. Yep. Arnold Palmer is going to be around in and that And that probably answers my question. I was just going to think. So what is the most time. iconic like That's beverage was... or food thing named after someone? I think it's Arnold Palmer. What about food specifically? I can't even think of too many examples, but if you give me a couple. You know, I was thinking of like sandwiches that get named after people. Sandwich. Like the Dagwood or. Sandwich was the Earl sandwich. of Sandwich. Yeah. You know, that's named after somebody. The hamburger is named Beef after Wellington. Place. Beef Wellington. Beef Yes. Who was Mr. Wellington? I don't know. Well, hamburgers named after a place, not a place. Yeah, Germany. Right? A lot of most things are named after places. Yeah, cheddar, makes sense. England, cheddar. Oh, yeah, cheddar. Uh, well, this is the Mary Pickford. Mm, don't know it. Nah, I don't even really Mary know. Mary Pickford. She, is. she was a founder of a. She was United a, Artists Pictures. Didn't she have a great nickname, Mary Pickford? Was she the first it girl or yes. something like that? Yes. There you go. Yeah. So it's like, that, but that's my point. So like. The it girl. You get a hundred years That's ago. A great nickname. Because we're going on almost a hundred years from that that era. Sure. And she's the biggest the star in the world, world, and she's got this drink named after her. And you fast forward a hundred years later, nobody knows who she is. Nobody remembers well, the drink. Right. So the difference is probably back then the liquor tasted like gasoline. Right. So you so you want to throw it with his maraschino much, cherries and pineapple and what, whatever right, you can to do to get down the taste the, the, the gasoline of that lighter fluid that you're, <laughs> that you're getting drunk off the, of the gin tu- ginseng uh, or the gin tub uh, whatever. Right. Now we have like crab vodkas. They're delicious. You just you know throw a little uh, cup soda in there. There's no uh, yeah. no reason for any of that. They cross-age things in different barrels. We're, we're very technologically advanced with our flavors. But Mary Pickford, a, I still love you. I will of, uh, never order your soccer players on our team. We're going to ask them if they know how to make a Mary Pickford. Yeah, I would. I send them. I send them. The I'd lay five school. to one. Odds no chance. That they don't know what a Mary Pickford is. Nobody's ordered that. One like of my favorite years. episodes ever of Cheers. Did you ever see the one where uh, Sam had to uh, go to this contest with this? Uh, so the the premise was Sam left Cheers, right, and he went sailing around the world on his boat. And he sold Cheers to the company that Rebecca yes. worked for. Yes, I remember and Then he that. came back to get his job back. There was another dude who was the bartender. And this guy was like the most uptight. Everyone hated him. But he was so arrogant because he said he could make any drink in the world. I know every single drink. And so Sam said, I bet, I'll bet you that I can, you know. We'll, challenge we'll, you. We'll challenge you. We'll go through a day and and somebody will come in and order a drink that I know and you don't. And he took the bet, and Sam conspired with Norm and the rest of the gang to create a fake drink, and it was called the Screaming Viking. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, like, uh, you know, uh, so, like, everybody walks in, and and Norm's like, uh, I'm a Screaming Viking. I'm like, oh, Screaming Viking. I love those. I love Screaming Viking. (laughs) (laughs) And and the guy's like, don't you mean, mean like, a chuckling Irishman, or don't you mean a whatever? And he's like. No, I mean a screaming Viking, yeah. and then like so the whole then, bar turns around and orders. Right, somebody's Vikings. like dancing. I think screaming <laughs> Viking, yeah. and then uh, so Woody comes out of nowhere and it's like, "Do you want your lime bruised or regular <laughs> for the screaming Viking?" And the guy threw down his apron in disgust and quit and walked out, and everybody cheered. Uh, so I'll funny. never forget the screaming Viking. <laughs> you find that in the. I Cheers wonder if that's a drink show. now. That's got to be somebody uh, has got to pick so. that up. So there you go, Mary Pickford. All right, what do you got? Let's did you ask see. me becoming was that the last one or did I No, you got me with, with that uh, drink. <laughs> yeah, right. Mary Pickford. As if anybody's going to get that. That's not going in the game. Uh, did you see what store has opened in New York City after a 3-year absence? FAO Shorts? Yes. 
back. Mike Taylor Schwartz back. That's beautiful. Not in the same spot. No, because that the reason they there. left was that uh, Amazon. <laughs> no, no. What's in the spot? That's what I'm saying. Amazon. That's my joke. Okay. Because they took over every toy business in the world. So oh, what, did it? What, okay, I mean, okay. that's that's what put Toys R Us and everybody else out of business was Amazon. So no, no. but do you know what? No, is I don't in know what the old FAO Schwartz. I do not. That's the Apple Store. Oh wow! So that's where Apple. Set up. Yeah, right where Central Park is on the corner yeah, there, that's... that Apple store. Yeah. That was the old FAO Schwartz. Gotcha, gotcha. But FAO Schwartz has now got a new... Yeah, it's somewhere by the... I haven't been there yet, but it's somewhere by the tree, you know, where that Rockefeller Center area yeah. is. No congestion. Oh, no. <laughs> just no, no just walk traffic. right in, walk right out. Good stuff. Good but stuff. Good to see that they're back. Cause, you know, there really isn't that much to do with your kids when in you New go York to City. New York. They have, like, the I mean, American Girl doll store. Like. Yeah, they would, li- they would like you're good. You're yeah, good problem, like what, what are those dolls? A hundred bucks? Oh, it's just absurd. You've never seen anything <laughs> as as ludicrous. Like if you're a poor person and you wanted to see like the <laughs> ultimate height of greed uh, in ludicrous. the United States yeah. is go watch what happens there. And these mothers are in paying, Times Square. They're paying to have their kids hair done next to the doll's hair for a hundred and something bucks a pop. Yep. And it's just like, oh, my God. It's... I think they're charging more Disney for that, aren't they? Isn't uh, there a place called like the Bippity Boppity Boutique? Is there a place? I heard, yeah, I heard, heard that. somebody told me about that place. I was like, all right, well, I know where I'm not going, dude. It's it's Isn't like, it like two hundred bucks. It's or like something? yeah, it's like two hundred bucks. It's a little kid's like for dream, like a salon dream come day? true. Yeah, it's a dream come true. You go into a private room and they have a mirror. And then the mirror turns into the the fairy godmother, and she pops out, and it's like a 3D hologram. And wow. she, like, you know, uh, grants you – it's crazy what they do for those kids. And it's a, it took, you know, it takes about 90 minutes. So you're paying 200 bucks for 90 minutes, but you oh, get yeah. a full Disney dress. So whatever her princess of choice is, she comes out with this full Disney dress. Oh, so you leave with the dress? Yeah, you leave with the dress and a wand and earrings and a necklace and all this other stuff, too. So it's, it's a la carte or no, you can get cheaper things. So you can you can you can be Scrooge if you want to <laughs> and, and just get like certain things done. But my kid, it's a necessity if you're a little girl to at least get it done once. So you feel like a princess. OK, so there you go. Bibbidi boppity boot <laughs> selling the bibbidi boppity boop. That's right. Disney, you owe me money now. Uh, who was Uther Pendragon's famous son, Nick? I know this one. Arthur Pendragon. Yes, better known to you as King Arthur. King Arthur, that is correct. Uther sounds like a George R. R. Martin name, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it sound like the kind of name? Well, you I would... think George R. R. Martin was probably inspired by a lot of. I'm going to take some names and make them a little bit strange. Like you know, I'm not going to take like a a, a Reese. I'm going to give you a Royce. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, every name is like a little bit off. The problem with his names though is they're too similar to each other. So it's hard to keep the people. It's hard to keep characters apart. Yes, and he did that on purpose too because he read somewhere uh, somebody saying you absolutely can't give a character a similar name. He's like, well, when I look back in history, they all have the same name. There's like twelve right, you kings. Name your kid after your right. kid. So it's so like, it's, how stupid is that that they would be in that without any of it? It is very confusing though with the names being all so similar. All right, one more, uh, one more general knowledge, then we'll move on to sports. Okay, one more. Let's see. Oh, you know I love like kids that get given awful names. Uh, <laughs> I heard I heard the worst of all uh, time. So maybe you heard this one. Oh, it's say it's what? the most insulting thing. I actually I actually oh, think I I tweeted from uh, the Atlantic City FC account that maybe we should change our name to A B C D E F C. You got it already. You got it already. A B C D E F C. What do you think? <laughs> it's good. Right? It's Wouldn't good. that be good? Ab City FC. Right. Ab City FC. A B C D E F C. It's, it's brilliant, right? I mean, that's that should be a soccer team should be out there right now trying to get that. So, yes, there is a child <laughs> who has been subjected to mass abuse by her parent uh, and named ABCDE, A-B-C-D-E. pronounced Absidy. And a Southwest Airline employee had rightfully to mocked apologize her. because they're not allowed to mock any passenger. Okay. Or take photos of the boarding Let me be the first passes. to tell you, this woman should be shamed everywhere she goes. That is a disgraceful thing to do to a child. And but I, is she getting exactly what she wants by all this? Like, is it? She was looking for this fifteen kid, minutes of fame. You're trying to make it about you down exactly, the road, exactly. Right, so you yes. could have your min- five minutes five, of fame, and she does. And, and she'll now, be interviewed somewhere. Literally, there is. She already has been, and every comment on every social media thing that I've seen has been like. Shut up, lady. You're a lunatic. 
like nobody cares. Like don't don't nobody should be giving you any sympathy. Like if anything, we feel bad for your kid. But we're oh, mocking so she you. has the nerve to come out and feel like that she was somehow done wrong by Southwest Airlines right. over this. Well, Southwest Airlines should everybody everybody <laughs> in the world should mock you, <laughs> lady. Everybody until you change that kid's name legally and go give her a name. You want to name your kid Absidy? Fine. Go spell. Go. I don't even know. It's just ridiculous. A B C D E. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> so you want one more? Then? <laughs> <laughs> but that was... do you like that? A B C D E F C. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that works, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want one more. All right. Give me the country that has the most species of reptiles. What country is home to the most species of reptiles? All right, so I'm I'm going somewhere in Asia or Australia. Those are my only two guesses. I'm gonna say Indonesia. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, yeah, you had it. Australia. Australia? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I figured you know this is the scariest place in the world to get lost, man. Their spiders have the size of human heads. Yeah, like everything like, I, out there wants to kill you. Even the kangaroos want to kill you. Thought kangaroos were friendly? They'll punch you and kick you in the face. I mean, haven't humans been in Australia long enough to eradicate all of these, like, monsters from... The monsters will win. The monsters will win. <laughs> Eventually, well, think, think about that country. It's basically everybody pushed to the coast. Right, right. There's just nothing in the middle. You don't want to go in the middle. Right, but even on the coast, you got, like, sharks eating. Oh, it's, yeah. the, it's the most terrifying place in the world. Well, you know, it kind of makes sense. I mean, there wouldn't be people living there the way they are if it wasn't for that the British just sent them there to be... Instead of having to put people in prison, sure, that, they just sent them to well, look, this horrible continent, frightening, <laughs> terrifying <laughs> thing. But what a legacy to be as far as like a country. It's like, yeah, we were kind of founded by all the uh... yeah. So, like, how many relatives back do you feel any kind of like shame over? Like, like if your grandfather was a horrible person, you probably feel. You know, shame. some shame over that. If your great grandfather was a yeah, horrible but like person, three hundred years ago, yeah, I don't really care. Because no, they I were all everybody, horrible people. I, I assume everybody survive, was right? right. I assume everybody was a yeah. horrible person back yeah, then, right? Yeah. So I, I don't think they noble, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're all a bunch we got, of criminals. We got Georgia. I mean, yeah. Atlanta's legacy is the same thing. That was a penal colony. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah Georgia, Georgia was, was founded as a penal colony. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah so I heard that before. Good for them. All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, sports. Lots going on in the wide world of sports. Um, All right, I got something I'm dying to know if you know the answer to this. Go. What, what, just your opinion. What is bigger here in the U.S. now, boxing or UFC? UFC, no question. No question. Not okay. Even, not even close. Who's the heavyweight champion of the UFC? <laughs> Can't name him. <laughs> Who's the chess grand champion? Can't name him. Really? How would I know? Uh, I thought maybe you would know that. No. Nah. Well, the UFC heavyweight champion is Daniel Cormier. Good for him. Isn't that strange? As popular as that is. I've never heard that guy's name. (laughs) I've never heard that guy's name before. Ever. Okay, so Daniel Cormier. The world chess champion, by the way, his name is Magnus Carlsen. Oh, for some reason I thought that was the world's strongest man. I was trying to make a point. Are you sure that's not the world's strongest man? No, the world's strongest man is the guy who plays the... uh... But isn't his name Magnus also? His name is Magnus. By the way, that's that cow that you were talking about. Oh, that 3,000-pounder? There's the The uh, shack of cows. cows. (laughs) Like, look at that thing. Six foot four, 3,000 pounds. You'd be glad to know it cannot be killed because there's no slaughterhouse in the United States built to fit it. It's in Australia, though, isn't it? Or wherever it is. You'd have to ship it to somewhere else. I read that they're not killing it because there's no slaughterhouse. How could you kill a cow that big? Wouldn't you breed it? For the meat. Anyway. All right. So anyway, my point was I think the world chess champion is more famous than the UFC heavyweight champion. And UFC is now more popular than boxing. But you asked boxing. So what about – Well, I'm saying – you know, just saying it's more popular than boxing. Yeah. I think that's true. Um, Do you know who the world heavyweight champion – there's a heavyweight championship fight coming up. Yeah, I don't. Deontay Wilder. Does that name ring a bell at all? Oh, I think and, we uh, talked about this before, yeah, yeah. but I don't pay attention to it. There's Deontay Wilder and uh, 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 James or, or something. Ah, forgot the guy's last name. I guess in both UFC and in boxing, we've just deemed that lightweights and middleweights are more exciting to watch. 
Yeah, I think it's just more action. You know, it's like they stay. They stay. Um... See, when we grew up in the in the eighties and nineties, heavyweight boxing was very exciting. But I think in the seventies, we had Tyson. Tyson made everything. Like once yeah. we we they had Ali, the generation before us, but we had Tyson, and Tyson was such a just you know like such a firecracker. Uh, yeah, I mean it was, it was a, a moment different... in time. Like when when Tyson fought the whole country. I guess we didn't have as many distractions back then, but I mean, it was like the weeks leading up to a Tyson fight is what people were talking about, where you were going to watch it. Now it's like pff, heavyweight fight. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, the English love it. They still, I think, they support boxing more than we do in the United States. But I just think you need what you need is the good, the next, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't think the England has fighter. enough sporting events beyond soccer to keep themselves. Yeah, they actually like snooker and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah interesting stuff. All Darts. Right. Darts. Shin kicking. <laughs> Shin kicking. My favorite sport ever. Um, okay, there's only one member, Nick, of the 1992 Dream Team. You remember the Dream Team, right? Uh, men's basketball. The 92 team? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you remember why that team was created? Yeah, because... Before that, you weren't allowed to have professionals in the Olympics, but, and then they allowed professionals in the Olympics. Right, but in 88, we lost. So so the Olympics changed the rules? Or they were you were allowed to have pros still in 88? Like what? I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I feel like we had college players in 88, and the rest of the world had their professional players in 88. All right, because at some point, the Olympics, you had to be... A amateur athlete to participate in the Olympics, right? But that's—I don't know when they changed that rule. At, at this, I thought they changed it ahead of '92. I think they changed it ahead of '92. But in '88, I'm pretty sure we lost. I'm pretty—I'm pretty sure we had like Danny Manning and a whole group of kids, and they lost. And then in '92, we came back and we're like, "Okay, world, let's see if you can deal with our best NBA roster." And it was like, "Oh, not even close." Okay, and we just rolled. There's only one guy out of that 12-man team. That's not in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. You know who it is? Uh, his name is Christian Leitner. Yeah! You would know that, wouldn't you? I would know that. <laughs> yes. Is there a documentary called, like, I Hate Christian Leitner? I, I mean, Duke is just remarkable at finding these unlikable guys. It's almost like Coach K is so unlikable himself. He has this, like, unlikable dar. I don't know what you're talking about. Coach K is the greatest figure in the history of any basketball He's at all. impossible but to root for unless you're a fan of that team. The thing that it, the thing that's so funny to me about Christian Leitner is that everybody thinks of him as this, like, kid who probably grew up with everything, hated to him, he went to Duke, this pretty boy, whatever. He grew up like in a tough neighborhood. He had nothing. He did it all on his own. He's not the guy you think he is just because he's wearing a Duke uniform. Everybody that wore a Duke uniform is the guy that I think. Right, you think are. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like Christian Leitner had it a lot yeah, tougher remember, than we I did remember growing Jason up. Jason Williams and Bobby Hurley and you know all those guys. Like you know, that's different groups, different times. But certainly, well, no, Bobby Hurley, Hurley, was, Hurley and Leitner were together. Yeah, exactly. uh, but Jason Williams was a little bit after that. Uh, but uh, no, I mean that's uh, maybe that maybe that day will come. I think Christian Leitner's ever getting into the Hall of Fame? No, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. That'll you think he'll ever get a job like broadcasting? Yeah. I thought he would have had a nice broadcast career, but again, people don't like him. He's tall. I think there's a documentary called "I Hate Christian Leitner." Uh, look it up. My turn. Can't wait. To oh, see. I got I got one for you. So we were when um, Falcons running back Ito Smith. Uh, you know, first made headlines. We were talking. I was calling him Ito Shuffle, and you're like, "No, nah, the judge is going to be the judge, Lance Ito." And you were right. He got the he got the nickname of the judge. So true or false? Ito Smith's name comes from OJ Judge Lance Ito. Is that true or false? In real life, yeah. Like he was named Ito because of Ito. True or false? Ito Smith's name false. It's true. Oh no. No way. How do you do that to a kid? He's born in 95, right? Oh, my God. So his name is like uh, Rasmus Smith. And his parents started calling him Ito because he looks like Judge Ito when he was a baby. <laughs> and it stuck. So he is Ito Smith after because Judge, judge Lance Ito. Ito. So yeah. he is really the judge. Yeah. Wow. It's like, yeah, I got this newborn. He's got a beard. 
know exactly how that happened, but he's got it. So, uh, oh my God! Um, I mean, if you Google what he looks like, he's, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of you can see where, as a baby, he could look like you, Todito. Okay, what? Um, I think if you average three point two yards a carry, you shouldn't get a nickname. How's that? Yeah, I agree. You got to go. We got to break four <laughs> if you want a nickname. Um, what professional football team plays in a stadium named for a for-profit college? And one more time. What professional football team get this. All right, plays I got, I got in a stadium I got the named... Arizona Cardinals. Yes. They play at the University of Phoenix. Yes. yes. The University of Phoenix Stadium. Bam. Bam. Absolutely. So, which is hilarious on so many different <laughs> levels. No offense to all well, of you, you university. We were just talking Phoenix about you said they are a for-profit university. Yes. So that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. They, they are like, they're not the only for-profit university, but they are certainly the wealthiest, most notable. Where does a University of Phoenix degree get you? Like, could you be a so, so nurse at a hospital? Teach, right. Could you be so a teacher? This is where I think they make their money, is people that have to get those extra degrees in their job in order to qualify for bonuses and raises. So, in right, other words... Can you get an undergraduate degree from the University of Phoenix yeah. that could get you a teaching job? I guess. Or are you up against... So, it's like, all right, well, we got this kid from the University of Phoenix and this kid from Directional State University. Yeah, I think that's what you're looking at. So, there, it's but... like everybody from Directional State University is going to get hired over the University of Phoenix? I don't grad, know that that necessarily it... matters, but I think, like I said, a lot of what their target market is, let's say you are a teacher... And you want your, your master's, master's degree, right? And you need know. to do it at an inexpensive. Is it price. cheap? It's not that cheap, but you could. It qualifies for federal loans. So, and then a lot of times employers will pay for the courses as long as you hit a, you know, a certain metrics. But like, uh, I mean, is there not like a cre- website a that typical... just says like, here's the entire work to do that you need your, to do for, for the University, University of Phoenix, and, and you just copy would, and paste it? I, I would assume. Okay. I've taken classes online before with online professors that I've never met in person. And we took them at the University of Maryland. Maryland University College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been through that process, and it was not uh, as easy as just, like, do nothing and get it. Yeah, like, but that was in 1999. Yeah, I was 20 true. years later. That's true. You know, they, they might have this all set up. That's just a good point. All right. Uh, you want to move on from sports? And- no, I got something I got to get to. Fire This away. is my uh, – Put a stake in the ground that this Alabama team is the best ever. Yeah, you're pretty I adamant am, about that. And I'm coming up with stuff every week. And, and this one is just well, undeni- I have no, undeniable. I have no confidence that anybody could beat them. So I'm I'm already. I'm not talking about a national champion and undefeated. That I'm saying this is the, the best, best college, team ever. And nobody's paying attention to it because we're so sick of Alabama. Yep. And we're all rooting against them. Yep. This is the best college football team ever. Okay. So I'll ask you this question. And it's an opinion question first before I get to the trivia of it. Mm-hmm. What is the best conference in the country? There's no question it's the SEC. It's unarguable. It's you un- cannot argue no, that. You cannot and argue it's that. not even close no. between it's not even anyone. Close. Okay. No. It's, Alabama. It's the first best and the second best. Uh, that's what I mean. It's not even. Their right. second tier it, is better yes. than any other conference. divided it into right? two conferences. I mean, Northwestern is playing in the Big Ten championship game. Pitt is playing in the ACC championship game. Northwestern would lose by 100 to If if, if there was motivation, yeah, if there was motivation. So uh, there's no question the SEC is the best. Okay. Correct. Now, here's my my question for you. Alabama just became the first team to win its first 12 games by 20 points or more since what college? So Alabama just became the first team – to win its first 12 games by 20 points or more since what college? I'm going to say Alabama. Since Yale. Since Yale? <laughs> since Yale. When, like, football was, like, leather helmets. In and... 1888. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's not so even, there you that have it. even count. That, this is the best college football team of ever. Of all time. In the best conference, unquestionably, they are well, beating they gotta, people like nobody has ever beaten But they got to finish the deal. And they that's do. the beautiful thing about the college football playoffs, right? There's a playoffs. Well, they so, still have three games left. That's what I'm saying. And, and it's going to be against the best competition that they could find for this team. Yeah, I you have an SEC championship. Yep. You have a game against what will probably be either the Sooners, a Big 12 team, or the or Ohio State. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be able to lay a hand on these guys. No. They're so good. Uh, it's no. But you're right. People are sick of him. They're right. tired of talking about him. It's time for Saban to move on. He's and, just and he's dominated this. This uh, go to college. Cleveland. Go to yeah, Cleveland. You, you, yeah, you'd really. be a god. 
You'd be a Go god. back to Cleveland. They have a good team. You could work with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're oh, young. They, they, they got they tons of talent. Don't. I just heard Baker Mayfield has had a better quarterback rating than Drew Brees since Hugh Jackson left. I mean, Mayfield, like, you Speaking know how I feel of, about him. Guess who is the betting favorite to be the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals next year? The betting favorite to be the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin Lewis. Nope. Oh, they're finally, finally going to move on. They're from finally Marvin moving Lewis. on from Marvin. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> is that That's not going to happen. Condoleezza Rice or Hugh Jackson? That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No. It's not going to happen. But I'm, I'm just, well, you could bet it right now. Right. You could bet it right now. But you, but you can't, but you can't bet you that 100. he won't be. Yeah, you can. You can bet that he won't be. Yes. Oh, so It'll I have co- to bet two sixty five to win a hundred that yeah. he won't be. Yeah, so right now you could take two hundred and sixty five dollars right. and bet no. Right. That he will not be the head to coach win 100. in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah it's, it's minus two sixty five. That'd be the worst hire ever. It'd be the worst well, hire. Well, Condoleezza ever. Rice or Hugh Jackson, which is worse? Because this is what we've been talking about. The They'd both be it. the worst hire ever. <laughs> there hasn't been Equally. a worse. No, I can't think of anything. I mean, but Who, Cincinnati what is the is worst so hire cheap. ever. What is the worst hire ever? I, I know. Yes, it so, happened to us. It was a jet hire. Uh, you might have a little bit. Oh, I win. Well, let me hear it. Rich Kotite. Okay. We fired Pete Carroll. Okay. And hired Rich Kotite. And in the conference, the the owner, Leon Hess, is like, I'm tired of losing. I want to win before I die. So this is our guy. And he, remember, he was the coach of the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. But then he, like, totally fell apart and had, like, two terrible seasons back-to-back. Nick, he won two games for us in two years. It was the same as Hugh Jackson. We went one in fifteen back to back seasons. Okay, just got absolutely obliterated. And he went. From, we went from a team that looked like it was coming up a little, and we were fighting to and just rebuild to just total <laughs> trash. Everybody's career, everybody's career is over. He never coached again. That's how I know it was the worst. He never coached again. He didn't get hired by the Bengals as a coordinator like Jackson just did. See, the thing is, or like uh, Jackson's a good coordinator, right? He's had success as a coordinator. He's right. been a good coordinator with the Bengals with the Raiders. He just can't be the head coach. Well, we're going to find out because I think the Bengals are going to hire him. Because once Vegas makes a number like that, they're they're not doing it because they don't know. So, oh my god, I just I I can't even in my how could how how could they do? How I mean, he's they, already on the staff. But that's the point. How could they? He was brought on by Marvin Lewis, though. How could they possibly justify that move? Be the worst move ever. I mean, maybe he was brought on by Marvin Lewis because Marvin Lewis's superior called and said, "I want Hugh Jackson in for uh, in on this thing." The rest thing. of the and season, it, so that when <laughs> I fire you, I you mean, can give it to him. I I don't know. Those, those two are so tied together. They've been best friends for God knows how long. So I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't know that I want to risk two sixty five. But if it was a straight up bet, I mean, I would take it all day long that there's no way he's going to be hired as a head coach. How could you justify that to your fan base? <laughs> that's what I mean. What's We're going to hire the a guy they? that's two and thirty eight <laughs> to the replace res- the guy that hadn't won a playoff game in forever. Yeah, the guy, he's not going to walk in with a resume. I'll tell you that. Resume. You <laughs> lost the locker room the second they mention his name. That's it. It's over. No, no one's going to Cincinnati. Well, I heard the defense. Like Baker Mayfield made a comment after he got fired, and he said, "Now we have faith in the guy who's calling the plays." Oh, but they were saying it was Todd Haley. He, they he all was, hated both of them. Yeah, Todd Haley's getting thrown under the bus on that. All right, let's uh, move on to geography history. I got one more. It's just so good, and <laughs> it, it, it might not be here next week, so I got to do it. Do it. We can go quick in geography history. All right. What NFL team has two quarterbacks that are this year in the NFL's top four for most interceptions? The what? Bills? Nope. What NFL team has two? So one, two, three, and four. This team has two of the top four. Yeah, Think about that. I, I can't imagine that that's it wasn't the possible. Bills because every guy that's gotten in there has been like a turnover. Right, machine. but they haven't started enough games. Right. How do you get to the most interceptions? Like, like even Peterman's not top four because he has played more than two games. Even like a quarter and a third, like seven interceptions. I, I think I, eleven interceptions has gotten you, gets you in the top four. So I'm just thinking of the teams that have even had two guys this year play, and the only one I could really come up with is Tampa Bay. You got it. Okay, yeah, Winston and and uh, <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, Fitzpatrick's number two. Winston's number four. That's amazing. <laughs> That is that is really really. And amazing. you wonder why they're giving? Do you know they're giving tickets away? <laughs> they're at like an all time low of people going to these games, so they're giving every season ticket holder 
An extra ticket? Yeah, I think they got... Do they have the Panthers this week, maybe? You're getting two extra, extra tickets for each ticket you have as a season ticket holder. Something like that. that is... Each, yeah, each season ticket holder is getting two tickets to the game for free. Wow. To try to get some people there. Yeah. So it's not just like a ghost town. Oh, man. That's a shame. That's embarrassing. Because that was such a bad team, and they, they built that team all the way back up yeah, to but they, respectability. They blew it, though. They blew it. They They got rid of the guy who built it. And brought on, you know, kept the offensive coordinator, put him in charge, and he's no good. So I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not so. They never should have fired with Lovey Smith, right? Yeah, I liked Lovey Smith. Yeah, I don't. Uh, they didn't give him a chance. Not really. Um, and then they put Cutter in, and they basically drafted Jameis, and then Cutter. Cutter like, won't be there. Well, Cutter's like, I'm going to go take a different job, and they were like, Oh, well, what if we fire Lovey and hire you as head coach? He's like, All right, I'll stay. Mm-hmm. So that was a bad move because <laughs> he hasn't done anything. But he's a decent offensive coordinator. He was the uh, Falcons' offensive coordinator. That's the problem, though, with these coordinators. Once they become decent offensive coordinators, they want to be head coaches. Yeah. All right, we'll go quick with uh, geography history. Uh, do you know what the largest county in Ireland's name is? Oh, man, I should know this, but unfortunately I don't. So I have to make a guess, and I will say County Cork. Cork! Yes! Cork. I was going to ask it like what, uh, mm. uh, you know, what uh, wine, what, what's a good cork? Like what part of a wine bottle? Also shares its name. <laughs> yeah, what part of a wine bottle? Uh, yeah, what part of a apparatus? I like the word apparatus. Uh, what? Yeah, like what? Yeah, I don't know. How do you? It comes from a tree, I believe. Cork. What plug hole? <laughs> I will tell you this. What plug in device? They seem to be getting away from the cork in, in wine yeah. bottling, but I will say there's something about like I, I feel like as I open the wine and if there's a cork, I feel like some reason I'm getting a better quality. Yeah, do you think even though I don't was know named the... after cork? Yeah, I think it was. Isn't that great? I, I love all those places in the world. where I mean, something I'm not comes sure from that about name. We just that, don't know that, but I want to say that they probably manufactured the cork because it might have been used for whiskey too, or it makes sense, or whatever. All right, so I don't know. Ireland's I would I would think that they're somehow related. Largest county is Cork County, which I love. North Sentinel Island is located in what ocean? What's that? North Sentinel Island is located in what ocean? The Indian? Yes, the Indian Ocean. How did you know that? The Sentin uh the Sentinelese, isn't that where that dude just went to go Yes. Try to like be a missionary. <laughs> he got and shot, he got with, shot an arrow. with arrows. Not one arrow. I heard his body was like, right. and then they drug him on the beach. Yeah, yeah. What is wrong with people? Like, what? If, if some people have been living by themselves for they don't want him, thousands of years. They don't want Jesus. You're gonna fall up, and start talking about Jesus. They don't want Jesus. No, they want to be left alone. Yes, leave them alone. They've tried. or they want to shoot you. With, I mean, you think they're sitting there like, sweet. This idiot is coming. Like, go get your bow and arrow. Like, we don't get to do this uh, every day. I think they're terrified of everything that exists in the outside world, and their initial instinct is to defend. And it's just anything that comes near us. Like, they see a boat with a motor, oh, and I'm it's sure, just like, that is... I'm sure for hundreds of years, people have come onto that island and tried to take it over, and they've either been repelled or whatever. Or It's just... it's. You probably... They've probably been... Their families have been hearing about these invaders forever. Nothing good comes when a white man shows up on your island. <laughs> no, okay. that's for sure. Shoot him with arrows would have been a smart move for the Native Americans. The uh, pilgrims Columbus, get off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> take them all down the second they step off that boat. arrow, those guys. Yeah. Don't wave hands. Just don't even don't even let them onto the land because they'll give you the disease that'll kill you. So shoot sure. them on the boat. <laughs> Burn the boat. And it's against the law to go to this island, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, because these people will shoot you with arrows. Oh, so like for your own good. No, I mean, I think it's against the law because you could give them a disease that could kill, wipe them all out. Right, they're trying to explain, leave them alone. (laughs) It's not that hard to understand. (laughs) They don't want you. Um, Do you know what two countries fought a war nicknamed the soccer war or the football war in the late 1960s? All right. Are they both in South America? No. Oh, man. They're both in Central America. Oh. I don't know, but. I'll just say Honduras. Boom. And oh, Honduras. And mm, who's the other one? Jeez. It's a country named for Jesus Christ. Superstar. Oh, San Jose. San no, Jose. No, San Jose is the capital. Yeah. I was thinking of something else. 
uh, El Salvador. El Salvador, the savior. the savior. That's correct. So El Salvador and uh, Honduras apparently fought a war in the 60s nicknamed the Soccer War. I don't know if it... I have heard of it, but it, it started at a soccer. soccer match. I guess so. Maybe, that maybe they were playing each other. Well, I don't know if you... I mean, we, I know we got rid of sports in the last section, but I don't know if you follow... Uh, this this uh, championship, the Copa Libertadores, the South American like Champions Cup. Okay. For the first time ever, the two biggest rivals in Argentina are playing in it, uh, and it's Boca uh, Boca Juniors versus River Plate, and they played the first leg two two at Boca. The second leg that was supposed to take place at River got canceled because fans of uh, uh, River attacked the Boca bus, threw bricks through the window, and injured a whole bunch of players and. Uh, so oh, that's they, frowned upon? No, it's yes, yeah, that's frowned upon. You're not supposed to do that. So they canceled the game. So now it's been two weeks, and they haven't played this second leg yet because they can't find a place to play it because they're constantly fearing the fan violence. So people are saying that it's going to be moved uh, out of— uh, Don't ever ask me to go to South America for, for a soccer game. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You just don't. I'm not don't. going south of El Paso. Yeah, they're crazy. Um, and so they might move the game to, like, Miami or Spain. Uh, to play, but it's like the biggest game in South America, and the the second leg is not going to be played at the other team's home because their fans are too crazy. Yeah, but that's their own fault. Yeah, I agree. But the but that club is like, we want this game here. You can't punish us because a couple yes, of fans are crazy. You, guys you need bricks. to do a better job with security. security right? Yeah, right, that's yeah. that's what they said. They said the government needs to do. A better I think job they should forfeit their entire games and just call it a championship. Well, at least it was a brief war fought between El Salvador and Honduras in 1969. How many dead? Oh, it coincided with rioting during the 1970 FIFA World Cup qualifier. Right. So there you go. But yeah, they they were rioting against each other to qualify for a tournament they both would have lost <laughs> instantly as soon as they entered. Uh, I don't know why that's funny, but it is. <laughs> At least we own a team. Uh, you remember how Rome used to just rag on soccer and be like, yeah, good, good for you, soccer. Way to go with all your... Your hooligans? Your hooliganisms. Yep. All right, what do you got? We're we, still on geography? Yeah, we can move on. Let's do entertainment. We're at 52 minutes. All right. Entertainment. Let's see if you know this one. Who did Tucker Carlson dub the creepy porn lawyer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, uh, Gal- what the hell's his last name? Uh... Agnati or uh, Avenatti. Avenatti, yeah, Michael Avenatti, right? The creepy. How brutal, how brutal is that? You're just well, out there doing your job. The best is making though, a living. Michael Avenatti, and is now like, you're the creepy. Porn Michael Avenatti is like you're calling me the creepy porn, <laughs> porn lawyer. Meanwhile, I'm representing the porn star who your president had <laughs> sex with and tried to pay off while his wife was just recovering from giving birth to their child. I don't, man, I don't know, but for I can't get enough of it. Like it's I'm standing just... there, the news is on at the bar. I can't see it, and I just see the headline, and it's like stormy ass creepy porn lawyer. Where's my money? <laughs> just, like, just like and a big picture of Avenatti, and it's, it's just, just like, unfathomable. Does... It's all so <laughs> unfathomable. Out of control. Oh, we we have gotten to a stage where it's just the ridiculous is it's 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 everything I wanted when <laughs> this whole thing started. It well, like... if you're a fan of just like watching it all burn down, you it's cannot not, possibly have. It's it... not that I'm a fan of it all burning down. It's that my opinion is is none of it matters anyway mm-hmm. because you're we're all being controlled by. <laughs> Corporations. A corporate force that has nothing to do with anything else right. other than whatever they want it to do. Sure. So it's all just puppetry. So it's not going to burn down. It's going to be the same. Might yeah, as well we enjoy it. Might as well get well in some entertainment. Make a mockery out of, out of the whole thing. Uh, because it's certainly not there to help us in any way. All right. Let's move on to entertainment. Last category for this trivia quizzo, a quizzo trivia podcast, episode 86. What do you got for me in the way of entertainment trivia questions for you? Okay, so you uh, want to take a stab at the two highest paid women in music, 10 points each for 2018? Talking some music earlier. I saw it, so I feel bad oh, because I, I, I had it in my series of questions to you, but I saw that yeah. Katy Perry overtook what, Tay-Tay? Is that yeah, the... and, and what's crazy, what has Katy... 
Katy Perry done this year? I haven't heard a song out of her, and I don't. Even she somehow her. made eighty over eighty million dollars. Maybe, maybe she's touring. I don't Spotify, know. Spotify, maybe get that point. Well, how oh, many? Oh, oh, how, oh, many oh, oh. how many songs was streamed on Spotify? I mean, Katy Perry. Her, oh, her number is probably ridiculous. Katy Perry. What do you What do you think she's got? Total streams are her most popular song. Well, she has at least ten hits, right? Wouldn't you? Oh, more. Yeah, more. Um, oh my god, dude, the numbers. Oh my god. Five hundred and sixty nine million, two forty five million, four hundred nine million, three sixty five million, two hundred seven million, one sixty one, one sixty six, one fifty seven, one twelve. So you're looking at easily just in this list almost two billion plays that I've seen from her. All right, and at a half a cent, it's about a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So that, that's over the course of her career, though. Sure. But from one, right, that's but you, money. But as you mentioned, it's all those other streaming sources were not also, taking it yeah. besides these. And yeah. she's one of the most popular. What, what's the song that had a half a billion? Roar? Uh, Dark Horse. Is the, her that's biggest, the most popular that's her, one? That's her biggest one, yeah. Oh, yeah I, Roar is second, 409. Okay. Are you ready for, ready for? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Uh, I, I don't even think that's the right song. I think I was singing E.T., but that's okay. Doesn't matter. Um, hmm. Let me see if I got uh, a way to phrase this uh, properly. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Can you give me the la- or the last names of Bond villains? Kissy, Holly, and Pussy. Bond galore. Girls. Galore. Galore. Yes. Pussy galore. Yeah. How do they let that happen? Yeah, that was like in the 70s, right? That's crazy. Pussy galore. <laughs> yeah, but like the other ones are not, not that much better. Holly and Kissy. Holly galore? No, it's not Holly galore. Holly Ryder? No, no, it's Honey Ryder. Yeah, not Holly Ryder. It's Holly. Dude, I swear to God, it's Holly Goodhead. Oh, yeah. Holly Goodhead? <laughs> are you kidding me? These guys must have gotten a kick out of writing. Oh, these yeah, are you kidding around. me? Like, what's the Pussy most ridiculous? Holly Goodhead. You think they'll let yeah, us do that? Yeah, they'll never let you do that. Yeah. I didn't and even know what it meant. what's the other one? Kissy? Kissy. It's the name of a Japanese motorcycle brand. Uh, I mean, Honda, Yamaha. It's with an S. I don't know the brand. Suzuki. Oh, Suzuki. Kissy Suzuki. Kissy Suzuki. Yeah, All right. I like tough, it. Tough one. Yes. I think I could have gotten Holly Goodhead. Holly Goodhead. Uh, let's see. Okay. Two you for think ten. you could have gotten her? I, I think so. Yeah, she was, she's pretty gettable from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good at it. Yeah, that's what, that's what I hear. Uh, two for ten, all three for twenty. Can you name the bands that Crosby, Stills, and Nash were a part of before joining forces? Two for ten, all three for twenty. If you can name the bands that Crosby, Stills, and Nash were a part of, I only know one. So you can't get the two. I could try. So I know the Birds. All right. So you got Crosby. Now you need Stills and Nash. I think Stills, I think you would have known this one. Yeah, I do. Because uh, he was with Neil Young for a while in the, for a while too. But Neil Young was in a few others, so I didn't add him to it because I didn't want right um, Neil Young's previous bands to I be. Don't rem- I don't remember their name. Nah, I'm not going to get it. You want their hit song? Sure. For what it's worth? Oh, Buffalo Springfield. Yes. Damn it. I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo Springfield. And yep. uh, Nash was in the Hollies. Oh, okay. Good for him. Good for you, Good Nash. For you. Yes, and then of course Young added to the mix. What's your favorite Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young song? You got it. Oh yeah, without I was a look- doubt, it's Southern Cross. Oh yeah, it's no question. Is that all? That's all of them, right? No, that's just Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I think. Yeah, it's just Crosby, Stills, and Nash. So you're saying I have to add Young to the mix? Probably Sweet Judy, Blue Eyes. No, you don't have to add Young to the mix. Oh, okay. I'm going with Southern Cross. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's I think that's the best one. Um, 
I don't think that's. I mean, pretty much all I have. I'll, I'll actually ask you this last one. Just right, uh, I, I, one more I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this uh, just for nostalgia's sake. But it's uh, one of my favorite names in showbiz. Like this is one of the greatest fifteen-minute fame stories uh, because I I'm convinced this dude still gets gigs probably every year. Maybe not a lot of them, but still gets gigs just based on this one little spoofy moment he had in TV history. Okay. So uh, do you know? Uh, what a uh, horrible version of the song She Bangs made what American Idol contestant famous? William Hung. Yes. He also had another song, didn't he? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Sentimental Gentleman. <laughs> no, 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 that's not him. <laughs> I know. Put, put in William Hung in Spotify. I think he had another song. Oh, oh, that's great. William Hung. What do you think he's getting from Spotify? <laughs> half a cent, right? Everybody gets a half a cent. I want more. Let's see. Okay, so what do you think William Hung has generated in She Bangs? Is there another song? I Believe I Can Fly. That's his next song? Okay. Hotel California, We Are the Champions, and Deck the Halls. All right. That's what I got for William Hung. All right, so She Bangs. Show five more. Rocket Man, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> Little Drummer Boy, O Come Ye Faithful, and the YMCA. He put out a Christmas album. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. All right. What I are we playing now? Here's else. my question. What are we playing as the outro? Because it's going to be William Hung doing one of these. I mean, it's Christmas time. It's getting close, so, right? Yeah, so yeah, what, what, which him... one would you like? Would you like uh, Deck the Halls? Would you like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Little I, Drummer it's Boy? It's hard not to go Rocket Man, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of hard not to go rocket man. I think it's gonna be. A yeah, we gotta go rocket okay. man. Right? We'll save it for closer to Christmas. Uh, I would say she banks has had uh, fifteen million plays. Three hundred and eight thousand, Nick. Oh, <laughs> William Hung has made six dollars. Oh, she banks, man. And he probably has to give that to Ricky Martin. Oh, right. Is yeah. that what the rights go <laughs> right. to? The he didn't even do it. Uh, all right, so you got one more? I do. Do it. I do. I'll give you this within a half a million. Okay. Oh, boy. Within a half a million dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, just last month, Aretha Franklin's 5,600. <laughs> Sharpton. Yeah, there you go. Right, let me start over here. Just last month, Aretha Franklin's 5,600 square foot mansion. In Michigan. Located on the golf course right in Detroit there. Detroit Country Club. Sold for how much? Detroit Country Club, man. Property value must be something else. I'm going to say a mill. You did not get it right. <laughs> Less? $300,000. <laughs> Are you telling me I could have bought Aretha's, Aretha Franklin's house? <laughs> On my first time home buyer. And realize it's Aretha Franklin's house. Right. So that's got to be worth something, right? It's Aretha Franklin's house. <laughs> it's not just like a regular mansion in Detroit. It's Aretha Franklin's it's house. It's even a, in a country club. It's sold for $300,000. 5,000 square foot wow. mansion on a golf course. What? <laughs> How do you... <laughs> How can you just start over with a whole city? I mean, it's like literally, like, what I are know, you even. I saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That is not R E S P E C T. That is property value having gone to absolute. Like, that's unreal. It might have been worth more than that in 1920. Like, at the height of, like, GM. Or like right. 19, you know, 1950. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, 50 uh, years ago, it was worth it. more than 86, it was, uh... episode 86 of the Quest of Trivia hey, Save up. You could buy Aretha Franklin's house. <laughs> William Hunt can afford it. This actually sounds good. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's a little funny. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space. On such a timeless flight.